What's going on, my friends? This is T, your boy, your buddy, coming at you again with the Stop Sinking Show, podcast number three. So yesterday was the big game, and I wanted to explore the concept of celebrating wins. So stick with me today. So whether your team won the big game or you rooted for the other team, I, I don't want any hate. I'm just here to explore this concept of celebrating wins. And if you're not celebrating a win today, I apologize, but stick with me. I want to extend the idea of celebrating wins to our own life so that we also benefit from this rush of dopamine, from this adrenaline, from this good momentum energy that champions experience. You know that energy. The one that makes everything seem worth it. The one that vindicates those sleepless nights, the tireless days, the, the blood, the sweat, the tears, that feeling of the other side, that, that winner's circle. So even if you're not involved in competitive sports or right now you're thinking, well, what does this have to do with me? Well, I want to talk and relate this to everything that we're building this craving of wins in our life from. We're craving wins on a daily basis. Whether you realize it or not, your psyche wants the same feeling of winning a championship. Just look at how you speak about your team. It's why we take the wins of our teams so personally. We live through the wins of others. We externalize our wins. We say we won. We beat them, but we distance ourselves when the loss happens and we say, no, they lost. And there's actually been experiments and statistics to prove how if you call a bunch of kids who you ask them to speak about their team, when they won, they say, we won, we beat them. And, they, and when they lost, they say, yeah, they, they lost. I don't know what happened, but they actually name, oh, Kansas City lost. I don't know what happened, but they lost. So these experiments sh show these almost a twin desire that we have to not only connect ourselves to winners, but also distance ourselves from losers. I mean, we take it personally. We, we, this is our win. We, we're literally willing to fight, sever relationships over our passionate affiliations. Still doubt that you're craving wins? Still doubt this has nothing to do with you? Well, let's look at what else we're doing with our times. We're probably, because of this craving of wins, this craving of accomplishment and feeling like we're progressing and doing things and getting somewhere, we go from one thing to another thing to another thing constantly because we want to experience these beginning parts of new things because the beginning parts of something give us these feelings of accomplishment a lot faster. We get that dopamine hit of accomplishment a lot faster. And you can see and feel progression and progress a lot faster. So it takes this like, this, it gives you this feeling like you're getting somewhere. It fools you into believing you're getting somewhere. But it takes dedication and work because what happens is those diminishing, those, those, progress things that you are seeing when you're pursuing that new thing, the, 
way that you're able to measure it starts to diminish and you have diminishing returns in your efforts. So it takes extra dedication and extra work. That's why we jump from the one thing to the next thing, because sticking with that one thing would mean we would have to go deeper. It would mean we would have to stick with it through the not being able to see progress, through the not being able to see the win, because we're craving the win. We crave the win, but we can't sustain the long-term thinking and the work that it takes to actually achieve real mastery, real accomplishment. That's why most of us quit early on things. We never actually become masters. We go from one thing to another thing, just laying scattered bricks from one place to another place and never actually building the house that, we're, that we can actually live in, that we can build in. And we do it with good intention, right? We, we just want to feel like we're doing something with our life, like we're, we need that momentum. We need to feel like we've accomplished something. We, want, we, need a, we need a quick win for our, our emotions. We, we just look for that shortcut to that prize. The problem is that we go our whole life swimming on a surface level of things from topic to topic to topic, but we don't ever really build any like foundation, any modal ability to look at the world from that new understanding because we went deep. This is a topic I want to explore much deeper on another, another podcast, another show, just talking about going deep and specializing versus, versus uh, generalizing and being a generalist versus this whole idea of going deep and not going from thing to thing. But I just wanted to use it here just to remind us that we're actually craving this feeling in our life. And this is an indication. This is one symptom that shows us that we want the win. Not only are we using the wins of others like they're ours, we're trying to make quick things in our life on a daily basis seem like they're wins because we're craving them. It keeps us going. Now, the problem with externalizing these life accomplishments to these like vicarious means, it it unconsciously corrupts your dopamine system. It, we're literally excluding ourselves from playing the part of doing in the winning. We take ourselves out of it. And if we get a shortcut and get the feeling of winning without the emotional attachment, because we've externalized it, I mean, without the actual work, because we've externalized the work, we've outsourced the winning, but we get the emotional winning feeling from being able to vicariously feel like their win was our win. We corrupt our own dopamine response and we now train it to no longer feel wins as deep as from our wins because we're so quick and easy to get wins from other people's wins, from our favorite sports team, from our favorite celebrity, from our favorite political party. None of these things make a difference in your actual life, in our actual life, because they're not wins tied to us. The dopamine hit happens without actually anything measurably changing in our life, materially changing in our life. We have outsourced the winning only for the cheap hit of dopamine. Now listen, I say us, you, me, I'm going to talk about how it's affected me, right? It's not just a personal, it's a universal thing, and I'm not trying to externalize it either. I see this 
everywhere. And I see the, the passion and the fury that we bring in celebrating other people's wins and celebrating our favorite sports teams. And I don't want to take away from it. But I, I see that not remembering my own wins, for example. My failure to recommend, uh, remember my own accomplishments. My failure to recognize and celebrate my own wins because I'm so busy celebrating other people's wins or I'm not involved in my own life because I've so externalized the emotional uh, dopamine hits and the emotional wins and the emotional status symbols and the emotional everything from everything outside of me. I'm not looking for that internally. And it, it affects me because when I fail to remember my own accomplishments, for example, when I fail to remember my own wins, for example, because I'm so focused on other people and I'm getting the cheap hits from other people, it keeps me from being grounded about my actual skills and my actual abilities to handle stuff. My actual ability is to sign up for new things. When I don't remember my wins, my past accomplishments, it keeps me sometimes trapped in not having the level of confidence I should have when I'm going to sign up for a new thing. I may hesitate because my critical mind isn't in touch with the fact that I've possibly experienced something like this in the past. And I only remember the, the last three months or the last three days or the trailing three weeks of whatever is going on in my life. And I forget the vastness of my experience and my ability to contribute to so many other things in my life. So because I don't have a, or haven't had a practice to celebrate my own wins, because I'm sometimes feeling like I'm celebrating wins, but they're not mine. So again, I'm not ever really retouching and getting in touch with my wins and my accomplishments because I feel like I'm accomplishing through the wins of others that when it comes time for me, T, who's sitting here to sign up for a new thing, like, hey, next Thursday, can you teach this class? Are you going to hesitate or are you going to remember, oh, I've done this before. I've stood in front of a lot of people before. If you aren't in touch with that and you're only... Remembering, oh, last three weeks, I haven't really spoken to many people. Last three months, I'm not really on top of that topic. I don't really feel as confident speaking in front of people. I haven't done it in a while. You tend to lose that like zazz, that, that, that sharpness that you would bring because you haven't kept it top of mind. And still, you're craving it. So you're looking for the win. Why not celebrate some of your own? And... Part of what I talked about in keeping, a, keeping uh, us generalists as opposed to specializing because we go from thing to thing to thing, me not celebrating my wins or me seeking wins and craving wins because I'm not celebrating mine from the past. I'm not keeping a good enough system log habit of celebrating my wins. I keep trying to create new ones. And in trying to create new ones, I'm jumping from one thing to another thing to another thing that's keeping me from achieving mastery. It's constantly taking me from one thing to another, looking for the new shiny object. Because again, I'm trying to experience the first quarter of what it's like to progress in something just because that's the fastest, most 
dopamine hit, the ability to just be able to get to like beginner intermediate level of anything. It's not the hardest thing in the world. It's from intermediate to expert. That's like progress and slow and inches, but you have to celebrate the inches. So me moving from one thing to another thing kept me this, what my father always liked to call me is this jack, this master, this jack of all, this master of none. And it's like this thing that always pierced my soul because I spent I spent a lot a, a lot of my adulthood trying to figure out how I can actually uh, feel good about being a generalist. And I've come up with quotes and things to make me feel good about being a generalist and and whatnot. It's only until later in my life and probably just now that I'm realizing this whole concept of the benefit of the one thing and specializing and the need for focus. And again, I'll explore this on another podcast about just going deep versus staying shallow. And uh, yeah. So we're obviously celebrating wins. We're craving them. We're doing it through... Other people were doing it through constantly moving from thing to thing. I shared some of my own ways that where I'm failing and still craving and still trying and still externalizing. So what are some some strategies and some things that I've done at work that, that work well when you're working with other people because you want to celebrate and keep a good environment? Why aren't we doing these things with ourselves? One of those things is a weekly recap with yourself. When I managed a team, every week at the end of the week, we went over our weekly wins, challenges, and opportunities. So I think it would be good if we, on a, I know it's just one more thing to add to everything that we do, but I, I try to do my morning pages every day. And if on my daily journal, I started to add just a small portion that was dedicated to just me remembering, celebrating my accomplishments, some of the things that I've done, some of the things that... I remember just as they come up that day or just for that week, just so I can have a weekly wins, challenges, and opportunities. Just to, just to recap, hey, I, 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 I uh, accomplished this this week. I was really consistent with waking up at a certain time and I, was really, I, I made sure that I ate a healthy breakfast at least two of the five days out of the week and just simple wins. Acknowledge the challenges. Think about opportunities of we can imp- how we can improve next week. In a daily journal, just add that. One other thing, and I'm just going over strategies of how we can manage and how even I can improve along with everybody here, just in my recognition of the idea of celebrating wins as we explore this together. So just, just another strategy that I'm going to try to include in my life, and I'm hoping that everybody comes along with me, is also a cookie jar. Now, this is David Goggins. I can't take any credit for this idea. I also can't take credit for it being a part of my life because it was someone else who did it for me. It was my girlfriend who created the cookie jar for me. So have a loved one create a Tupperware concept of a cookie jar where whenever you are down, whenever you need the extra strength and you kind of need to have one in your mind as well. So this could be a physical cookie jar and this could be a a virtual in your mind psychological physiological cookie jar that you can access anytime things are not going right. Anytime things are low, your energy when you need 
some kind of boost. This is why I recommend having a friend or having somebody that loves you take a physical, just little slips of pieces of paper and write down things that you will love to remember about yourself when things aren't the best. Just simple things like, I am honest. Whenever people ask me, I drive them to the airport. Just, Just simple, simple things that you would love to remember about you when you are completely disconnected from those parts of you and you need that humble reminder. So celebrate your wins, not only on a daily basis, weekly basis with your weekly wins, but have a cookie jar that allows you to access some kind of store of all the beautiful things about you that you can access whenever you need to. Now, also this idea of celebrating wins and the strategy of it that I want to explore with you is just because catching yourself when you're good is where you find most progress. Why should we celebrate wins is because similar to managing people and managing children, it's easier to reinforce good behavior. It's easier to encourage a repeatable, favorable pattern and reinforce good behavior when you see it than it is to give corrective, negative feedback constantly. So, oh, you did such a good job this week making your bed every day to yourself or to the kid that you're taking care of, right? You, you catch them when they're good. And I'm asking you to, to treat yourself like you love yourself and give yourself the same words of encouragement. I'm so proud of you for not reacting harshly in that moment and letting it roll off of you. You, you really, really kept your cool in that scenario where in the past you would have just lashed out in anger. Oh, you woke up two days this, this, in a row this, this week without hitting the snooze button. Just simple things where just celebrate your wins, celebrate the inches because it reverberates. It shows up in every other aspect of your life. And that's the whole point of this, right? We're trying to build the momentum, the energy of champions. And the way that that happens is how we win on a daily basis. And one other thing that I'll say, because I did mention how celebrating our wins also allows us to sign up for new things because we can celebrate our wins. And we know that we are about this and we have accomplished this before and we can handle this. But I will add one more thing because the idea of handling new things is a permanent problem. And you necessarily can't always rely on your past accomplishments or your past wins for all the doing and the signing up for the new things in your life. It can't depend on what you have done and where you have been in the past because it's a permanent problem if you venture into new things. So you, the permanent solution, the only permanent solution to that, and I would love to explore this again on another, another show, the only permanent solution to a permanent problem where it's always required for you to bring something new of yourself in a new scenario where you cannot rely on past experience 
as a basis for your for your confidence, the only permanent solution for that is to rely on your confidence to figure it out as you go. So as much as I want to celebrate our wins, because it gives us this perfect emotional foundation on a daily basis to feel like we're winners, I don't want to get hung up on the fact that it's only our wins and the areas where we have won, where we can win again. Guys, I love you. I hope we win together. I hope to see you in the winner circle. I want you to feel like a winner on a daily basis. And the only way that that will happen is if you take every Sunday, every Monday, every day like it's game day and shoot to win, act like you won, celebrate the win the next day. And keep that going. I love you so much. I'll see you in the next episode.